Our thanks to our patrons, Jenna Smith, Dan Hendrick, Carl Jackson, Kelsey Terrell, Richard Good, Daniel Ammons, Sarah Rogers, Troy Llewellyn, Joanne Ferguson-Cavanaugh, Christine Gerber, Jay Hanna, Lori Schwartz, and Jim Collison. The North Omaha History Podcast is a volunteer effort, but you can help us meet expenses by becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. One neighborhood in North Omaha had a hospital, half a dozen churches and business galore, and a long history dating back to the 1860s. Then it all seemed to disappear. So tell us about the Monmouth Park neighborhood, Adam. Steve, Monmouth was a place in England, and then it became the name of a development in New Jersey in the 1820s. By the 1860s, North Omaha was being established as this development area that would grow up someday and get infilled with houses. Developers and landowners like Augustus Kuntz, James Parker, and others were buying up land that was north of Ames Street. Heck, there was even a governor of Nebraska, Burt, who became a landowner in the community. He owned land over by 30th and Ames. Anyhow, these guys were buying up all this land around, and they knew that it would make them money someday. So it was a development haven where you would get your hustle on. Well, the guy who bought Monmouth Park sat on it for a little while. And in the 1860s and 70s, it just kind of sat around. There was some development that happened around what we call the intersection of 30th and Ames today. And if people want to read about that historic development, it's on NorthOmahaHistory.com. But the Monmouth Park neighborhood itself, it saw some spotty development way back in the 60s. There was a house built here and a business open there. The neighborhood is lined by – it's bordered by Ames Avenue on the south end, North 42nd Street or thereabouts on the west side, North 33rd Street on the east side, and then on the north side, Sorensen Parkway today. So you can kind of envision that area. But in the 1870s, in the 1860s and 70s, development was pretty sparse. It was beginning to happen. There were a couple of businesses coming along Ames Avenue, which was a country road back then. It was actually called Country Road. Ames Avenue was called Country Road in the 1870s and 1880s. But in the 1880s, it all started to turn around and Monmouth Park started filling in rapidly. First thing, there is no park for Monmouth Park. That was just the name of the area. The second thing is that the the neighborhood was dependent on some of the early innovations that were coming around in order to grow. One of the innovations was a street railway that was developed along Ames Avenue from the Saratoga neighborhood and along North 30th Street eventually. That street railway brought residents right to that intersection of 30th and Ames, and they were able to walk to their new houses in the Monmouth Park neighborhood. Monmouth Park was surrounded by Collier Place, which was over at 30th and Ames, Druid Hill, which was just south of 30th and Ames, and the Central Park neighborhoods, which was over at 42nd and Grand Avenue. Central Park, of course, was a much older neighborhood that dated back to the settlement of Saratoga, which we've talked about in other podcasts before. Tuttle's Addition uh, was another neighborhood just south 
of Ames, where North High School is today. And all of these neighborhoods were butted around Monmouth Park. In 1887, though, by that point, Monmouth Park had sprung and it was platted out and ready to go. Lots of new lots for houses were being sold immediately. And a year later, uh, Monmouth Park had, quote, as many houses and barns had been erected as to make a showing like a new village on the East Hillside. So somebody was basically writing in the newspaper that the new neighborhood looked like its own little village. Uh, when you looked up the hill from 30th and Ames, 30th and Ames, if you stand right there and look west, you'll see that it rises up to about 40th Street and all of the neighborhood on the right hand side. As you look up that street, all that neighborhood is the Monmouth Park neighborhood and Collier Place a little bit. Anyhow, these weren't mansions. These weren't enormous houses. Instead, they were modest homes. And these homes were built for workers. They were built for the lower middle class folks who were capable of getting the jobs out in the suburbs and riding the uh, original street railroad and then the uh, streetcars into Omaha for their businesses. By the 1900s, Monmouth Park had changed rapidly, though. You see, it was all the way back in 1889 uh, that the first – uh, version of the Emmanuel Hospital as we came to know it. It was 1889 when the first part of that was opened. It was called the Emmanuel Deaconess Institute, and it was opened by Swedish Lutherans who wanted to serve that end of the city. John Latinser, the the prolific Omaha architect of that era, designed many of the buildings, including a nurse's college, an orphanage, a senior living facility, and of course the hospital building itself, uh, all between 1889 and 1930s. Uh, the hospital grew and grew, and that was right in the heart of the Monmouth Park neighborhood. The other institutions in the neighborhood included the Monmouth Park Methodist Episcopal Church. That was started in spring of 1888 by uh, Reverend Bill Slaughter. Slaughter was a popular minister who had worked at other North Omaha churches and in the Methodist Church around Nebraska. He was an old circuit rider from back in the days, and now he had settled down into the Monmouth Park neighborhood, and he started this church. In 1902, uh, the church stood at uh, the intersection of 34th and Laramore, and in 1902, a tornado blew over the church. There was a newspaper report that said, there is something in the misfortune growing out of even a miniature cyclone that commands popular sympathy. The church members, though, they rebuilt their church in a couple months, and it was good to go. You can see a picture of that old church there on NorthOmahaHistory.com. Just search for the Monmouth Park neighborhood. It's a fun little building. But in uh, 1929, the church actually moved, uh, and they opened up a new building at a new location over on Ames Avenue at 40th and Ames. Uh, the church was called the Ames Avenue Methodist Episcopal Church, and it stayed open there for a number of years. And the building is still standing there today. But that started out as the Monmouth Park Church. It was also back in the 1880s that a small four-room wooden school was opened by Omaha Public Schools. That little schoolhouse eventually became known as the Monmouth Park School. It got a new building in 1903 designed by Thomas Rogers Kimball himself. It was a little rectangular vernacular style that had some high arched windows like an Italianate building. It had some Romanesque revival features with tall arches made of smooth stones and uh, had a lot of other neat features. When the school was closed in the 1970s, 
I'm sorry, in the early 1980s, in 1983, the school closed, and they converted it into an apartment building. And that apartment building stood for another decade. Unfortunately, though, it fell to the wayside. It just wasn't treated very well because of its historical pedigree. And uh, after a windstorm really messed up the building in 93, it was demolished in 1995. So Monmouth Park School doesn't stand anymore. But for over a century, the Monmouth Park School was essential to the neighborhood. There are other institutions throughout the neighborhood. You know, Steve, today we can drive along that Sorensen Parkway. That's where the old uh, there was an old railroad that had run along there. And it was uh, the old Chicago, St. Paul, Minneapolis, and Omaha Railway. It was also called the Omaha Road uh, that ran along Sorensen Parkway. And the Omaha Road was a popular railroad. Kids from the neighborhood would go and watch those trains go by, and that was a large part of their growing up. The streetcar that ran along Ames Avenue that went along North 30th Street, that was another feature. And uh, there were lots of other things that were going on in that whole area. The Nebraska Telephone Company served the neighborhood with the Kenwood, it was called the Kenwood Telephone Building. It was a telephone exchange building. It was down on 30th, but all the same uh, was important for the neighborhood. In 1917, the Monmouth Park neighborhood had a population of uh, almost 3,000 people. By 1933, so just you know, 15 years later, there was almost a 100% population increase to almost 6,000 residents. So that's when it was at its peak was in the 1930s. Through the 40s and 50s, it really stood as a uh, you know testament to Omaha's growing, it, it, what was originally a suburb, it became assumed by the city and, and merged into the rest of the city. And it was kind of a leafy suburban urban setting where lots of people grew up and lived. By the 60s though, by the 1960s, white flight struck the neighborhood and it struck it hard. White people left from around 30th Street up to 42nd, up to 60th, and even past 72nd. Eventually, the neighborhood became almost wholly segregated, and there are very few white people left there by the late 1980s and early 1990s. Today, the neighborhood is primarily African-American and has a lot of African-American residents, a lot of families, a lot of growth, a lot of positive spaces that are happening. It's served by the beautiful North High School and uh, the Butler Gates YMCA, as well as the commercial intersection there at 30th Ames is still flourishing with a wonderful coffee shop, gas stations, grocery store, and all kinds of things that are very recognizable. Unfortunately, though, Steve, there is no recognition of Monmouth's Park historic legacy. There are houses that still stand there today from the 1880s and 90s, uh, little Victorian houses that might have lost some of their flourish but still maintain a gazebo here and a turret there, a bay window here and other Victorian elements there, and those are scattered around the neighborhood. You can also see where the site of the old Emanuel Hospital was. That was closed down and moved out of the Monmouth Park neighborhood in the 1970s. And even though there is only one building left in the neighborhood today from that original hospital, there's still the old traces of where it was covered, of course, by new development uh, that came in in the 1990s and covered the site. So you can go and see that. You can also see other features in the neighborhood, uh, including the old orphanage and the, the Manuel Deaconess home and other features that are very well worth the visit. There aren't any historical designations, though, for Monmouth Park at all. There's no plaques, there's no symbols, and there's no other way to really know what's going on except to look at NorthOmahaHistory.com under Monmouth Park neighborhood where I have a tour listed with those important addresses. And that's a history of the Monmouth Park neighborhood in North Omaha. 
Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.